This morning I learned, uh, as I'm sure you did, that Jimmy uh, Buffett passed, that we lost, as we say, as people say, they say, we lost Jimmy Buffett. We lost Jimmy. We lost him. He passed. No more Jimmy Buffett. Jimmy Buffett is no more. And whenever this happens, I immediately turn to you and say, now watch what's going to happen. First, you are going to see something very interesting. You're going to see Automorn. And Automorn, as I have described, in case you've never heard before, Automorn is nothing more than a scrum, a media social media scrum that is designed to convey to you that the individual who is evincing and enunciating and announcing his or her sense of loss regarding Mr. Buffett is greater than anything you could ever even remotely imagine. That nothing, nothing, nothing that you know or experience, nothing could in any way be possibly understood or, 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 or perceived in terms of the loss. That their sense of losing Jimmy Buffett is worse than anything you've ever, because they are no words. They do this. This is a lot. This is big and also covering the mouth. Covering the mouth is also a sign. It, it it must be atavistic or something. It must, it must be it must mean something. You know, you're covering your mouth, protecting yourself. Maybe it's, but he's a parrot head. You're not. He's a Buffett fan. You're not. His loss is greater than yours. You don't understand. I've been. I'm and the, and you you'll see a lot of literally. I literally died to the. You know, literally. And you'll see this minimalistic childish, sophomoric, lugubrious, hyper-funereal, excessive sense of loss that you you cannot compare to theirs. It's this narcissistic, solipsistic, self-referential, my loss is greater than your loss. I was the parrot head. I, watch what happens. That's the first observation. Second observation, Jimmy Buffett was a con, an absolute, it was a work, and he was a genius, an absolute genius. Jimmy Buffett was as much of a parrot head as I am Eleanor Roosevelt. Jimmy Buffett was Mr. Hampton's Mr. Lottie Duh. Mr. He didn't want to be a part of that. He didn't want to hang around with you. He didn't want to hang around at some beach bar barefoot. Are you kidding? This guy had his seaplane and he was up in the state of New York and he liked the finer stuff. He didn't want. He wanted to talk to business folks. And so if you think for any, I mean, seriously, if you honestly believe that stuff, you're out of your mind. But he was a genius. He was also a great musician, great songwriter, 
really good. I think he was what Fingers Taylor still played with him for years. He had his own style, his own sound. My two favorites, not Margarita Bill, that's corny, but is uh, Costa Marseille, number one, and Tampico Trauma. That's it. But Costa Marseille is beautiful. It's one of the most beautiful songs anybody's ever written. And it's such a beautiful, beautiful, wonderful, great, great sound. And it, it's just wonderful. But he was a fraud. He played you like you can't believe because he knew just what you wanted. He knew. He knew that you wanted to believe this stuff. I've got a friend of mine who's, he's, I think he's exactly my age. And a little background, not that it's worth anything, but I'm a second generation Florida cracker. Now, crackers is a, is a native Floridian, a native. And the word, the term comes from the days when people would uh, ride the, the state with their, their, they would crack a whip and, you know, their, the whatever it is. And, and they would do that, you know, that stuff. And, and it's a, it's, it's a tour of endearment. I didn't know. I didn't know that uh, it meant to some, it's the white N word. One, one time a fellow, a black gentleman called me up at WABC and said, you crack a mother. I go, oh, as a, as a matter of fact, yeah. How did you know? I didn't know. But, but, wait a minute, is this a pollen alert? Yep, a medium to high pollen alert has been issued. Predominant pollen, ragweed, channel pods, and grass. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for that. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Don't breathe. But Jimmy Buffett, we're going to talk about him. Oh, Jimmy Buffett. Auto Mourn, how comparing him to the dead, that's another phony baloney group of people, but his genius. More mask lunacy, what's on board, what's coming, what you will do. One of your favorite subjects, which I love to say because it just it angers you to such an extent, Tucker and Portnoy. As I'm calling it, I get it right. Uh, misreading of facts regarding fertility. Where are the unions? And the stupid jadrules of J6. Uh, I don't think any of these folks deserve any, any, any of this uh, nonsense regarding 18, 19 years. It's ridiculous. I don't think that's for a moment. I think it's, it's nuts. But they are just children. And one guy, after, he's, after receiving whatever it was, he yells, Trump won. Trump doesn't care about you. Trump's even saying to himself, what are you people doing? Is it, and he repeated the... Fu- At your sentencing... If ever there was maybe a chance, do you ever think about outsmarting these people? Have you ever? The whole thing was stupid, stupid. Should have never been charged. This is a perfect combination of you come in, set them up, lower. The, it's like it's like bringing in those 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 rat videos or those rats. You know, you have these. Do you ever see these tubs of water with that little plank where the rats? crawl in and they, they eat the corn or whatever and they fall in. That's what these people did. They fell for this. 
military, you know, stupid, 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 stupid. We'll talk about that. And also, Lahaina, have you heard what's going on here? Have you heard? Are you following what's going on here? How many, what, 1,000, 2,000? Could be 2,000 people gone and nobody's talking about it. Do you hear what I'm saying? Nobody's talking about it. This is what happens when there's a disaster. This is it. This is the part I, 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 I just, I, I, I cannot grasp. Now, I'm telling you right now, there is a warning. There is a warning. There are folks who were saying, prepare yourself. Some have talked about arming themselves, utilizing the Second Amendment, making sure you have ammunition and a bug out bag and cars and generators. Because I'm telling you something, and this is this is why I want you to focus. Imagine any of the following fires, forest fires or brush fires, riots, civil unrest, grid attacks, grid collapses, EMP terrorism. That's where I'm going to put my money. Chinese balloons. They said that would have been a perfect platform to issue some low-grade, low-orbit, kind of a uh, a nice little non kind of a nuclear attack, nothing that destroyed, not 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 a high radiation yield, but something to fry everything. Boycott, shutdown, miscellaneous terrorism, tsunamis, hurricanes, cyclones, supply chain collapses, COVID lockdowns, shelter in place, climate lockdowns, those are coming. Martial law. Think about what's going on. Martial law. Do you think that martial law will never, ever be called Martial law, they'll never call it that. Contaminated gas. You ever hear such a thing in Florida? They had gas. People said, don't use the gas. It's contaminated. It's got diesel in it. So nobody could move. Nobody could go anywhere. Malware, ransomware affecting. Remember when we had that one time with um, fuel in the light? I said Chinese surveillance balloon. The entire Biden racketeering family itself. How about executive orders and signing statements? This is something that scares me because nobody really caught on to that. It's the, it's the idea of subverting legislation by virtue of um, uh, uh, signing statements and the like. An actual real and seditious insurrection. You've got to look to preparewithlionel.com. Let me give you another one. Preparewithlionel.com. 200 bucks off a 90-day supply. Right now, you ever heard of the Hawthorne effect? The Hawthorne effect is when human behavior is changed or modified when you know you're being watched. It's kind of like Heisenberg, sort of, maybe, kind of, sort of. But, well, the opposite, when you're not being watched. Imagine what it looks like if all of a sudden there is no order. There are no stoplights. There are no police. There is no anything. Imagine this. What would we, we got a taste of it, a little taste of it during George Floyd. We saw it here. Remember after COVID, there were no police. We would drive to, we drove from here to Jersey in five minutes. I couldn't believe there was nobody. There was nobody. No order. 
all police cars were parked. Where are they? Where did they go? Preparewithlionel.com. You know it, and I know it. And now's the time to. I'm t- I, I, I swear to you. If if anybody knows, I if 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 you don't understand Second Amendment stuff yet, preparewithlionel.com. Do not be caught flat-footed, as it were. Jimmy Buffett. Jimmy Buffett created the parent head. Jimmy Buffett created the idea of these people who pretend these folks, uh, I guess you'd call them white folks, but beach folks. And I remember growing up in Florida, as we say. We had, uh, when A1A came along, remember that? A1A and... um, Oh my God! It was that was great. Changes in latitude, and it was really good. White, a pink, a white sport coat, and a pink crustacean, and you know Marty Robbins takeoff. And I remember one time being right out of high school, right out of high school in college. We, we had a fraternity, and everybody was into just whooping it up, and it was the seventies and. I remember sitting in this hotel room. Everybody was in there. And we're playing Margaritaville because nobody could play, and and it was and it was a mindset. It really was where people and everybody was kids. But this is when it just happened. And and Jimmy Buffett came along, and he he was big in Florida, big because where we were on the West Coast, there was this there was a beach mentality, which I kind of liked. It. It was a beach mentality. It was kind of a fun. Uh, group of people. I kind of like them. I like the way they thought. I like the West Coast. I like to I like that whole thing. From Clearwater all the way down to Pasigrill and then to Sanibel and Captiva and all that stuff. It was it was a different it was a different mindset. It was a different mindset. Martha Mills says President DJT inmate number of Fulton County reminds me of Jean Valjean in Les Mis. 24601. Someone needs to write an opera about all this. Well, Martha, I thank you. I don't think he's an inmate yet, but for all practical purposes, um, and I think you're you're absolutely correct. You're the, the Les Mis reference is very interesting. He, he um let me ask you something. Do you think he's handling that well? Do you think Jimmy Buffett would have handled it this well? You know what else Jimmy Buffett did, by the way? And Martha, thank you so much for this, for your, I appreciate your, 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 it's a hand crepitation for you. Jimmy Buffett never got into politics. Jimmy Buffett was so smart. He never got into that because he realized the people that he, his fans, they're roughly his age. And a lot of these guys are conservative times and they're retired. And he doesn't want to get into Joe Biber. He just kind of played it. He did his thing. Oh, look, I'm barefoot. Hey, look at me. I got a sweatband. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right. The great musician. They say he was worth a billion dollar in the band. Well, maybe. His his Broadway show was a flop. That didn't go anywhere. It doesn't. It's the same for Sting. His Margarita Hotel. They say it's here. I don't know. I don't know where it is. Seventh Avenue or something. We're talking about margarita retirement. I don't want to go to a margarita retirement. What is this? I mean, I don't know if he, Jimmy Buffett 
was like Jay-Z. Jay-Z's hyperinflated. He's worth a billion dollars. The Kardashians, they love this stuff. He's a genius. Now, Jimmy Buffett's smart. He took that margarita thing. And, oh, my God. He Casinos and this either sold the name or absolutely. Very, very smart. Very smart. But, but, but it's all a facade. You know who else is the biggest facade? The biggest joke? Grateful Dead. Oh. Sugar Magnolia. Ugh. I like that touch of gray or whatever it's called. That's the only thing I like. It's the only one, the only, the only, I think top 10 they had. Riding that train high on cocaine. Oh, it's great. Never did. I never saw them. Never liked them. Jerry Garcia was far better bluegrass player with he and Grisman, but that's fine. But he created, but that was a tie-dye. Hey, I'm a hippie. We're hippies. You're not a hippie. Mom, we were. No, you weren't. You were from the 60s. You're, you're, you're not a hippie. You weren't a hippie. Urban cowboy. You know, John Travolta was responsible for more things. Remember the urban cowboy thing? Hey, I'm in. I'm, a, I'm into line dance. You're not a cowboy. What are you doing? Looking for love? Shut up! You don't like Johnny Lee. What are you doing? I saw a movie. I saw a movie. I'm into this. It's who I am. It's line dance. Line dancing is for people who can't dance. What is this? What? Are, what are we doing? It's like old folk stuff. What are you doing? Get into your Pinto and drive off with your Wranglers, and please, you got your Tony Lamazon. Livingston Saturday night. I'm, I'm going to do my, my Buffett repertoire here. People love to do this. You ever go to a, oh God, tell me you're not one of them. Did you ever, did you ever go to a concert and you got some some mama in front of you? This is a woman. She's, 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 she's probably, she's fighting, she's fighting a lot of stuff. And she wants so much to be the MILF before we had MILFs. Which is disgusting. Anyway, but she wants to be sexy. And she wants to be like those Instagram. Can you can you guess which one's the mother and which one's the daughter? Here's the mother. Hey, hey, you're right. How do you know that? You're kidding, right? That's the mother. Why? Because she looks like the mother. She does? Yes. Really? Yes. That's the mother. What are you talking about? <laughs> Please. Anyway. But you're at a, you ever had this happen to you? You're at a concert. And there's this woman in front of you. She's got to get up and she's got to dance. You know, because she was, hey, look at me. Look at me. Sexy. Look at me. Ah. She used to have a tram stamp the other. Now she might have the whole thing. I don't know. But she's doing this thing. And she's got to say, lady, can you please? I can't see. Come on, I'm good. You don't have to groove. Just sit down. Don't groove. Can, can, can you groove over there, please? I'm on, a, I'm on an unobstructed view, for Christ's sake. Please, stop it. Look at me. I'm sexy. Yeah, okay, okay, that's fine. I'll sign an affidavit. Just sit down. Stop this. I don't know why you got to say, look, anyway. Concerts. Last concert we, well, last concert we went to was uh, Steely Dan at the Beacon. The last concert we attempted to go to was Hall of Notes at Jones Beach. You know, I had a Groupon. I had a Groupon thing, and they said, Hey, look at, remember Groupon? Do they even have Groupon? Anyway, they say, Hey, look at this. It's like $2. I'm like, Hey, let's go. What the hell? I've never been to Jones Beach. Let's go. 
and we pull in and and these idiots these jadrules have their 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 second like the old days they're like they're like a tailgating with the trunk open and they're playing all the notes music it's like why are you doing i we're gonna go see them why are you playing this so they can hear this is my car and i'm playing it okay all right okay all right this is, and there's the wife hey he's dancing oh stunning you're stunning anyway so we finally make our way to this thing and we got to go walk up this, whatever it was. And we see the sign. You got to wear a mask. You can't bring a purse. We, you know what? Screw that. Forget it. Not interested. I've always been like this. Always been like this. One thing that goes wrong, and I was a little bit more resilient when I was younger. I, I went to see the stones at the Meadowlands. That's what I call it. And it was a disaster. Couldn't see anything. You know, oh, you know who opened? Alanis Morissette. Oh. I say, there's a stone. Where? Where? Over there. Yeah, I guess. Is that Mick? Yeah, boy, he's he's fast. Okay. You know, if we leave now, we can beat the traffic. We can. I just. But Jimmy Buffett, Genius. 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 I called a friend of mine, retired NYPD. I said, sorry to hear this. We lost Jimmy. What? What? He's got a bar in his backyard. No, Jimmy Buffett. Paradise. Would you stop this stuff? Come on. You're my age. What are you doing? Jimmy Buffett. There's no Jimmy Buffett. What are you, there's, no, there's no Margaritaville. What are you doing? What are you doing? I don't want to break it to him. But Jimmy, you were a genius. You milked that thing for all it's worth. You milked that thing. Yo, man, you look at us. Look in the drink. Ugh, please. Let me ask you a question. The only time that I can remember in my life where I really thought, oh, dear God, I am so sad is when Terry Kaff died from Chicago guitar player. On January the 30, no, January the 23rd, 1978. And he was my favorite. God, I loved him. 31 years old. And he was playing around with a with a pistol and he thought that maybe he, you know, he's, he's doing this stuff and he's acting like a, uh, acting like a fool. And making a long story short, he's he might have been drunk, whatever. And he, and he, there was a round in the chamber, and he put it to his head. He goes, "Don't worry, it's not loaded," or something like that. And it was, and he died. And I remember that morning, I heard this is this is before you know, obviously uh, social media. I don't know how I heard it, maybe on the radio or something. And I felt like I felt horrible. I felt uh, it just killed me. I uh, no pun intended. It was horrible. Who affected you? Who affected you? Who was it? Who was it? Belinda says Crosby, Stills, and Nash, comma Young. I like the way you say that. Crosby, Stills, and Nash, and Young. Neil Young is a jerk. Neil Young was a he's a complete jerk. By the way, precursor to to grunge, he did it. 
But who were the people? Who were the people whose 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 death or were you 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 really freaked out? Who who is it? Somebody write Alex Baldwin. I don't think there's an Alex. There's an Alec, and he is with us. Roberto Clemente. Okay, sports thing could be very good. Wonderful man, Prince. I don't think we ever got the real story on his cause of death. That's all I'm going to say. Neil Peart and Lyle Mays. Oh, Sean, look at this. Notice how he said Peart. Lyle Mays, if you want to hear how great Lyle Mays is, listen to San Lorenzo. Listen to that piano piece with Pat Metheny. That is the greatest. His thing, oh, I listened to that. That is the most beautiful. Southern man, Neil Young, uh, who was it, Ronnie Van Zandt, they couldn't stand him. Sweet Home Alabama couldn't stand Neil Young when he talked about the South and all that kind of stuff. John Lennon, yeah, 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 yeah. Stevie Ray Vaughan, absolutely. Oh, Cat Stevens, no, Cat Stevens is with us. Do we understand what's going on here? Do we understand what's going on here? You, they, I don't believe we lost Cat. I'm just saying. How about Cat Power? Remember that one? Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston was so sad. Marianne, such a sad case. How they... We, I'm not going to say it here, but the real story, Mrs. L's got some info on that one. That's a real sad case. But she's a New Jersey, she's a Jersey gal and uh, there's a lot of stuff, you know, with that mother and that Dion Warwick and, uh, there's a lot and Clive Davis. And who was that last feller who was with her? What's her name? What's his name? Well, it might be Brown. Isn't that the other one too? That Ray, uh, Ray J. Yeah. We'll just leave it at that. Just leave it at that. Okay. There's more to it than you will ever, ever, ever understand. Okay. You got that one? Okay, good. Now, next, here's something interesting. And this drives people crazy. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it. All eyes are fixed and pointed at Tucker and your friend, the the Cretan's Cretan, uh, Portnoy. I don't know what the story is, but I told you, but I told you, Tucker's got a Tucker's hanging around the cool guys. Portnoy, Tate, people that Tucker wants to be like. That's gonna backfire. I'm telling you. But people get so upset. No, I love Tucker. Fine, do whatever you want. This guy's such a schmuck. He could be he could be doing a Lex Friedman. He could have the greatest. You know, when he was showing that uh thing with um with uh oh god, with uh all of a sudden, this preoccupation with Orban and Hungary, I don't know what that was about, but I thought, oh, that's interesting. He's back in Hungary again? What's it's like it's mindless. It's fruitless. No way he's going to talk to Putin. No way Putin's going to talk to him. No way. Uh-uh. You don't know. And wait till you see. Watch him. Watch him now go after a porno. Just watch this. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I know what I'm talking about. Anyway. Because people get very upset because most people today, a lot, a lot of them, uh, their their politics is very, very, very personal. You know, personal. 
Now, here's another one to it. You're going to love this one. Drudge has a story today. Masks are coming back in New York. No, they didn't say that. They said that there's concern about more, more, um, how do we say this? How do we say this? Uh, oh, my friend writes, my, my childhood, my buddy, 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 since we were eight years old, writes me, you introduce him to me. Jimmy Buffett. I didn't know this. Okay. So, let's go back to what we're saying. Let me tell you what's going to happen. And this this might give you a little idea of why I am have such a hard time uh, fitting in for reasons I can't explain and shan't explain. But before I do, I want to say something. You know, my, my dear friends, I'm sorry to say this, but my dear friends at uh, my pillow are feeling kind of left out. And these are these are good people, my friends, including the great Mike Lindell. Oh my God! Remember when they told Mike Lindell, "You're a Trump supporter." What am I doing? You're a Trump and you're this, and we're gonna grind you in it. No, you're not. Yes, we are. We're gonna. And and bed bath and beyond, we're gonna no more my pillow for you. Remember that? Well, Mike's still there, bed bath's gone. Trump's still there, everybody else is gone. Okay. And he's still doing it. So I want you to go to mypillow.com, not because this isn't a charity thing, but some of the best stuff available. Use promo code Lionel and get a free gift, an actual free gift, a free gift, which is redundant, of course, it's, a, it's tautological, and, and most importantly, remember, no purchase is necessary. Or you can call 800-645-4965. Whoever calls anymore, do you? I do. 800-645-4965. Watch how fast Mike answers the phone. MyPillow.com, promo code Lionel. Great, great, great people. Okay? And I mean that sincerely. Don't forget them. Okay, dear friends. Now let's let's talk about some stuff here. And this is why nobody gets me. First and foremost, everybody that I know, with it, with the exception of Mrs. L, is full of shite. Absolutely the biggest bunch of blowhards, blatherskites, poltroons, bladder runes, you name it. And let me tell you how it goes. Okay. We were having a talk here. I said, let's assume the following. A new version of something comes up. Not SARS-CoV-2, but something else. Some, I don't know what. Something. Something. Okay. And uh, they're going to ask that, there's some type of either either vaccine or boosters or masks or whatever. What are you going to do? Better yet, how are you going to handle this? Let me tell you what people say, especially this. Ready for this? Let me let let, let me let me see if I can get this right. I'm not gonna wear any mask. I'm not gonna take any shots. I'm not gonna do anything. I don't even want to hear about it. I'm not doing it. Because it's all a part of some Bill Gates 
And we're going to go through the routine. Bill Gates, nanotechnology, depopulation, Malthusian, Bentham, eugenic. Okay, fine. Would, would you like to hear what this is? No, I don't want to hear about it. Because I don't believe any of that stuff. You know, none of it. Why? Because it's who I am. It's my MO. It's what my people say. I don't believe in vaccines. This is what people say. I say, you don't? Tell me, what? where did you do your residency? What? Where did you do your residency? I didn't do a residency. Ah. Oh, I don't have to be a doctor to know about this. Okay, very good. I have a friend of mine, friend of mine, who told me, and I have, and I know this for a fact, that when the first blast, the first hit, the first uh, iteration of SARS COVID 2, he was at a hospital here in New York, and there was a code they used, a special code. They didn't want to free people up, but when somebody, eh, and it, many of them were elderly, many of them had comorbidities. You could say, well, you know, these weren't young people. Okay, fine, 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 fine. But he said he had never seen anything like that in his life. Never. Now, granted, people say, well, of course, because they're, see, because they, they, they're immediately trying to, to follow through and to justify their particular position. So they're going to say, well, of course they're like, of course, of course they're comorbid. Because, okay, fine. Okay? You got it? Here's what you're going to do. Number one, what is it? Number two, how is this, whatever it is, different than the other one? Is it the same? Number three, which really should be number one, what does my physician say? Take that with a grain of salt. I understand. Number four, is there any particular health uh, concern that I should worry about? Am I elderly? Am, do I have compromised immune? Whatever it is. What are they suggesting? What are they doing? What do they think? Is it a mask mandate again? Okay, mask. Now you told us masks didn't work and now you say they do. So which one is it? Now that's the way to do it. And then you make up your mind and you say, okay, fine. You do whatever you want. As far as I'm concerned, it's a free country. You should do whatever you want. But you follow this way of thinking, whatever it is. You just do. You just do. You don't just start saying things because somehow you're imbued with some kind of medical knowledge because you know better. Just like when they say, don't stay away from seed oils. Why? What are you talking? Who's, who, who are you? I'm an expert on seed oils. You weigh 400 pounds. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm not going to do I got a friend of mine who, who confuses plant burgers, you know, like baked bean, I'm a baby, black bean burgers and you know, with lab grown. He, he confuses lab grown with, they're going to eat that lab meat. This is chickpea. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's not, what are you talking about? Because I'm sitting here and I don't eat that stuff and I eat raw meat. You weigh 400 pounds. Your LDL is to the roof. If you make it to four, doesn't matter. I know what I'm talking about. Oh, you do? I'm an expert. Okay. They're experts in history, law, everything. Okay, fine. I'm not an expert. I listen to people. I listen to people. I listen to what they say. I'm funny about that. And then I make up my mind. And then I say, eh, I don't know about that. And that's why I don't get in. 
That's why I don't, I'm, I'm not welcome in the people's groups. That's why I don't, I'm not a Trump acolyte. I say if I think he's right or if I tell you if he's wrong. It depends. It depends upon the situation. It depends upon the case. It depends upon the issue. It depends upon what we're talking about. And if things change, I tell you. I said the other day, you know, DeSantis is looking pretty good after this Idalia thing. Notice how I say Idalia. Wait a minute, you said you didn't like him. I said, excuse me, these, these, these are new facts. What is this? It's like it's personal. This is why I just, I just don't fit in. I don't fit in. I don't fit in. My Democratic friends hate me, Republican friends, because they are the worst. They are the worst because they don't do anything. Kevin McCarthy's not going to do any impeachment against Trump. You know it and I know it. And they're pretending on, on Drudge that, oh, they're, they're having a war room, a war room to determine, oh, a war room to ward off the uh, impeachment. There's not going to be any impeachment. What are you talking about? Nothing. Nothing. But then when I hear people talk about, you don't understand, I'm not going to wear that mask. Okay, don't wear a mask. But if you want to go someplace... By the way, do you know who came up with the word term Karen? You know who first call referred to the Karen, which I believe I I I I I believe it is used to indicate anybody from a pesky neighbor to some lunatic in an airplane. You know who it was? Dane Cook. I believe history will show you that that's he was the first one to use that term. And I believe I think a Kevin is it a Kevin? Kevin I believe is the is the male version of such. In any event, I'm already hearing these people say you don't understand. I'm not going to do anything. Well, okay. Let's see what happens. We've been through this before. I know a lot more now. I know a lot more now. I've got all my mask stuff ready. Excuse me. Yes, uh, I'd like to show you some literature about the mask. Could I? And you know, and I know, of course, the doctors are going to say, whatever. Whatever, ever. We know that, but there's going to have to be a balance. And I love when people say, they're just, they're, they're, they're I, I've never seen, I've, I've never seen somebody who says, I'm anti-vax. Wait a minute, you, 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 I'm anti-surgery. Why? Well, because, you know, gender assignment surgery I'm like, no, 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 that's gender assignment surgery. You're not against surgery, are you? That's gender assignment. It's different. That's mutilation. That's castration. That's that's also called surgery. You're not against surgery. You're against that. You really mean you're against vaccines? The vent immunology, pastor, the nothing, you know, there's no you that's been a myth. I don't care. You want your lab grown? It's not lab grown. Why are you saying? Who are you? What are you? What is this? You notice how all of a sudden people are saying country music. I I gotta say something right off the bat. Look, you you can call it whatever you want. You can call it country, Americana, hillbilly, Western, country and Western, torch and twang, honky tonk, bluegrass. Uh, uh, hillbilly, rockabilly, whatever you want. You can call it whatever you want. I don't care. 
But all of a sudden, we got these Fred Ziffel types who come in there where they got their Fred Ziffel, these gomers and goobers who are covered in tats. And all of a sudden, they're saying, I won't take my radio. Please. This is, this is, uh, this is demeaning. I can't, I'm trying to think. I, there, 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 there's no uh, gratuitous funk or soul. I was thinking, what if you, I was trying to explain this. What if there was a song that tried to make fun of classic 70s, great soul, that, you know, some, not a thumping, like a James Jamerson bass, but something that says something like a, Remember the movie, I'm going to get you, sucker? Did you ever see that? I'm going to get you, jive-ass, turkey, sucker. What? <laughs> Where is this from? Oh, that's my version of funk. No, you're, this is this is ridiculous. What are, you, what are you doing here? Well, that's my version of funk. Well, that's demeaning. That's what this country music is. You think you're the first person who's come along and say, Merle Haggard's got you beat. Fight inside of me, Ogie from Muskogee. Just keep on going. Oh my God! I'm, uh, this, I mean, it's okay. Listen, it's good. It's good, and I don't mean. But you do know that there is something. Anybody who wears a hat, sort of. I mean, you know, George Strait did it. Right now, the best purveyors, well, ever since, look, there was a George Jones and Merle Haggard school. That's done. And now there's George Strait and uh, actually purveyors of of the style. Uh, Alan Jackson. When Randy Travis, oh, my God, when Storms of Life came out. There's a dirty piece of cardboard that reads Montgomery Ward's. Taped across the window of my old four. Six-pack on the front seat and a box of chicken words. I'm dialing across the radio for a song that I can sing. He hit notes. He was just home. Storms of life. Whoa. I remember when that one came out. Digging up bones. No place like home. Operator, please connect me. With 1982. Oh, God. Oh. Anyway. Uh, Sparky says, loud bleak or not. Loud bleak or not. Modified or not. They gave a cold the name and stopped the world. No, not really. Uh, stop the world. That's partially correct. Partially correct. And I appreciate that. But if you think that the original iteration of SARS, I'm not talking about later on after, you know, things, after mutations and all this. But if you think that it, it was a cold, no, no. I have been through time after time after time. I have more doctor friends than you can imagine. And he, for example, one time we go through uh, flu seasons. He goes, this thing is wiping people out. I don't have it. I don't know anybody's got it. It wipe, you know, and there are these things that go through these, whatever. 
So remember, I appreciate, and I appreciate people sounding wonderful, but remember, stay within your lane because most of us do not have the medical wherewithal to make statements about that. I don't know. Uh, take this job and shove it was a better blue collar anthem, but rich men north of Richmond is okay. Best of a bad lot. No, you know, it's good. It's good. It's okay. I like that. Thank you, Sparky. I mean, I, listen, I don't ever want to say this is good. This is better. Take this job and shove it was actually more important than, you know, what I still can't figure out is why there are not more black people in country music still. Remember when Charlie Pride came out? Charlie Pride, they came out. They, Kissing Angel, good morning. Remember, he, they, he was at county fairs. And they go, who the hell is this? That's Charlie Pride. They didn't care. <laughs> this is the part of the story they will never tell you. They didn't care. Redneck, you know, U.S. country music, you know, uh, ship kickers and goat ropers and yeehaw and Jethro's and gooned goobers and they didn't care. They didn't care at all. It was good. I think, who was it? Darius Rucker tried it. Remember the Randolph brother? Remember the Randolph family playing pedal steel? That's it. I, I don't. I don't understand it. But it doesn't really matter. Country music is a different story. Country music also, you got to get to a certain age. Old country music. Old stuff. And it, uh, there are some great singers. The, the the singer who is just one of the most talented pound for pound is Jennifer Nettles. <clears throat> she is great. They've got to do a story on Kitty Wells. Kitty Wells would sound awful to you if you heard. She paper roses. Oh God, Kitty Wells was a monster. Before Loretta, before all this stuff, she's talking about honky-tonking and honky-tonk angels and fallen women in bars. And, and this woman looked like your like your mother or your grandmother. It's Kitty Wells. It was... Sparky says, here we go. Sparky says, not minimizing it, colds have led to deadly pneumonia throughout human history in the elderly or uncompromised, but they didn't stop the world. No, again, colds did. And also, diarrhea has killed people, but that didn't stop the world either. You're talking about the reaction to something versus the thing. Oh, there is no doubt in anybody's mind that the reaction, that this almost uh, overreaction was not in any way. uh, Marty McCary said it best. But just remember, eh, That's the political versus the whatever. How about this? How about people? Why are people suggesting HPV vaccines for kids? Human papillomavirus, uh, 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 venereal warts, uh, sexually transmitted for kids? Wait a minute. Explain. I don't get this. Now, I'm not saying the HPV doesn't work. I'm not saying there's no such thing as HPV. I'm not saying that. Two different issues. This issue versus that issue. HPV? 
I got one the other day. A friend of mine told me, you know, when you get to be older, a friend of mine, again, known him forever. I said, what do you think about these shingles vaccine? He goes, oh, God, have you seen shingles? He goes, that's a different issue. That's a different issue. That's a different issue. Have you seen, I'm talking about the vaccine, versus shingles, herpes zoster, whatever. Two different issues. You see how everything's issue analysis? What is it? Let me give you a new one. Listen to me. Ready for this? Okay, Sparky, you're going you're gonna to get a kick out of this one. This one, I promise you, you're going to get a kick out of this one. Okay? Listen to this one. Where in the hell is it? You better follow me on line of media. Here we go. Here we go. Listen to this one. Okay? Now, tell me what's wrong with this story. Doctors warn U.S. is barreling towards the same fertility crisis as Japan, where one in 10 men in their 30s are virgins and third of women will be childless. Claims that the world is becoming overpopulated have been in the zeitgeist for decades, but it is a lack of new babies that really concerns experts in developed countries. Japan announced this week that as many as a third of 18-year-old women may never have children due to a sex recession that has plagued the country for decades. One out of every 10 Japanese men in their 30s is still a virgin. And the country's fertility rate has plummeted from 1.5 in 1992 to 1.34 births per woman. Now, let me uh, explain something to you. Here we go. Oh, here we go. Now, let's read this. What is this word here? This word is called fertility. What is fertility? The quality of being fertile, productiveness, improved the ability to conceive children or young, to be fecund, fecundity, fruitfulness, productiveness, whatever it is. Now, the Daily Mail says, that a third, where a, a one in 10 men in their 30s are virgins, that doesn't mean they're not fertile. They could be, their sperm could be super motile. This is the wrong headline. Somebody who wrote, this is Caitlin Tilly, health reporter, apparently confuses fertility with um, sexual activity. Change in fertility rates. Again, they're calling it fertility. Fertility rates have dropped. No. As well as having one of the lowest birth rates, Japan has one of the highest life expectancies. Now, let me explain something to you. And you're going to love this one. You know who's going to love this one too? Most importantly is probably Sparky. Maybe Percy Gold. Maybe Donna. Maybe maybe Tony Garrett. Carlos Summers, maybe Belinda 007. Listen to what I'm saying. You know, uh, Dylan Mulvaney, I bet you she has a higher uh, sperm motility if she hasn't been actually affected. I, I don't know. But she could theoretically have a higher sperm rate and be more fertile than most men. It has nothing to do with it. You can call yourself anything you want. You can take Dan Haggerty, Grizzly Adams, call him Belinda, and he's still Dan Haggerty. And you know how this thing works. And you can say, let's, let's get a sperm sample. And these things are, they're like salmon going up to super fertile, super. 
you can take uh, uh, depending Chaz uh, Bono, uh, maybe before surgery, and Chaz Bono if if uh, Chaz is still uh, enjoying menses, she may be or he may be uh, as fertile as anything you can imagine. A priest who has taken a vow of celibacy could be as fertile as anybody else. Here's another one too. I've got a friend of mine, I think I told you this. This guy could kick your arse. He's about 77 years old and this guy, if he, he could snap your neck and he is a proud gay man, dresses very, what would used to be called flamboyant, in women's kind of like a, but says, I'm a man. His testosterone levels are through the roof. Maybe his age, maybe notwithstanding. But he's, so this is where people, this goes to show, and with all due respect to my friend Sparky, this is where we don't have to, we don't have a rudimentary, and I'm not including you in this, sense of medicine, of science, of studies. It's not fertility. Incels, involuntarily celibate people, opt out of intimacy. But they can be as fertile as the day is long. Testosterone level. Tucker would lament about people with testosterone levels. It's not testosterone level. That's not... It. What? What are you... What are you, the standard bearer of this? Do you see how it is rudimentary? How many people do you know? How many women confuse, pardon me, vulva with vagina? How many people still to this day, women, women confuse vagina with vulva? How many? Everybody, everybody. How many people understand how? I, I, I'm not going to go into detail, but a friend of mine had a conversation regarding the production of seminal fluid. And I'm saying, you're confusing testes with prostate. You don't understand the mechanics of this. I had no idea, none. Here he is, folks. Sparky says, need culture coming into fashion has contributed to a lack of sexual activity between the sexes due to lack of game. Need culture coming into fashion. You know what? I think you're on to that a little bit. Um, but Sparky, let's take this a step further. Let's take this a step further. How many of you wonderful people out there have, have a child or know of people or maybe relatives where they are not they don't have friends. They're antisocial. They're a scared, as we say in Hell's Kitchen. They 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 don't conviviate. They don't associate. They don't have friends. They're quiet. They don't date. They don't drive. They stay home. They don't go to movies. They don't go to concerts. They're they, they're, it's not just sex. They don't do anything. And it's not, it could be a knee culture or maybe there's something else. Whenever I hear kids laughing, there's a parks around us. 
it, it's it's music to my ears. Thank God there's 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 uh, intersociability. Thank God. So how do you explain this? It's it, it, it's not just that. Do you know how scary it is sometimes when you are in the old days and you are coming into your own and you're you're saying I like her and if you're a girl you have to. Uh, learn how to uh, how do we say this? Nerd Sparky says nerd culture, not need. Oh, okay. Uh yeah, yeah. I'm, I think there's something to be said for that. But but nerd, that's another word too. Nerd sometimes is used as wonk, almost favorably. But when you're 13, 14, whatever, you're coming into your own age. Remember when you're you're weird, you're gangly, or you're developing. My mother, my, my, they would always make me do these horrible chores. How come my, how come my sister can't do it? Because she's developing. What the hell am I doing? I got three testicles. I'm pushing this lawnmower. What, what, what about me? She's developing. I'm developing too. Something, I guess. What are you talking about? But it's weird. Women are. Oh my. Have you? Do you have anybody in your family? Do you have? Remember when this girl all of a sudden say your sister or your daughter or or your cousin or something say she was so great. She was so terrific. And then all of a sudden turns into this psycho, this Joan Crawford. Like, who is this? I don't know. And miserable and angry. And oh my God. Now, that those are tough times. And if your culture is not pushing, remember how many of you young ladies remember what was it, Teen Magazine or 16 or Tiger Beat or we would say, oh, isn't he, you know, cute? Oh, look, Joey DeFranco, Tony DeFranco. Oh, David Cassidy. Oh, look at this. Oh, and they kind of like um, would would uh, um, remind you that, yes, these are boys and you're a girl. And there was Marsha Brady and David Gibby Jones and, and girls. And then when we were uh, I forget what year it was the Farrah Fawcett poster, and then it was this, and you know, it was this, it was kind of almost like um, dating and prom. Do they even have proms anymore? I have no idea. There was something, there was an assembly line, were part of your social, and it was weird and it was awkward. There were some people who didn't have dates, but they didn't go out and kill people. There were some people who, John Cleese had his first romantic, well, his interlude, his lost his virginity, which is the most stupid concept. Anyway, I think he was like in his mid to late 20s or some some very old, but everybody's different. Okay, fine. But nobody went on and killed each other. Nobody went on and called him an insult, involuntarily celibate. We have to have a name for this. I'm lactose, I'm involuntarily celibate. I'm not fat. I'm um, I'm I'm suffering from a height deficit. My my weight is completely commensurate with that of somebody who's six nine. Everybody has an excuse today. Everybody has some form of this is the most important thing in the world. This is the most important thing for us to recognize. 
I want you to think about this, my friend. I want you to look around. I want you to also be very, very careful. Let me give you one more, one more study, and then we'll forget about this. Listen to me carefully. Um, there was a study a while back that said that, I think I told you about this, the people who have one glass of wine a day, people who have one glass of wine a day are healthy. And Consequently, they said having a glass of wine a day is healthy because people who have a glass of wine a day are healthy. And somebody said, no, that's not what that means. That means anybody who is who is anybody who is disciplined enough to only have a glass of wine a day probably shows discipline elsewhere. You see? So you're misreading it. You're 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 missing the, the point. Let's look at people who don't have any wine. They're even healthier. You see how you, you have to read these. You got to read things carefully. Sparky says, along with rhinoviruses, coronaviruses are colds. SARS-2 coronavirus isn't referred to as a cold because people wouldn't freak out enough. No. No. But that's okay. That's okay. Sparky, I love you for your. I'm. I'm not. Uh, I'm not uh, um, arguing with you. I'm not. Uh, I've been through this before. Remember when AIDS came along? AIDS, and I'm not comparing the two. People were saying AIDS is a gay disease. What? It's a gay disease. Gay straight men aren't getting AIDS. And then, oh, yes, they are. Well, they're not telling you the truth. Remember when, when Magic Johnson contracted AIDS? Because of Magic Johnson. Oh, no, no, no. He, no, no, he was. Mm-hmm. When there was that big debate, people were all of a sudden epidemiologists. People were. Now, remember, AIDS existed. The deadliness of it existed. Transmissibility may be a different story. That's all I want to tell you, my friends. That's all I want to tell you. Now, do us a favor, and let me thank you, thank you, thank you for your absolute, incredible sense of, well, I guess your, your, your sense of commitment to the cause. Thank you for this. Please remember a couple of things here. This is important. Number one, and I want you to remember this. Immediately upon this, you are going to go to mypatriot.com, my, excuse me, mypatriotsupplies, but uh, preparewithlionel.com, excuse me, preparewithlionel.com. And you're going to look at this. And you're going to say, let me see what this is. Holy moly. Wow. Save 200 bucks off a three-month emergency food kit. If you had to take off, you could open up one of your buckets, grab a handful of this, and go, and you've got food. Because I'm telling you, you could barely handle a week without food. Prepare with Lionel.com. And don't forget our dear friends, the great Mike Lindell and others at MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com, promo code Lionel. Do it. Luxuriate and enjoy being ensconced in comfort. Do you understand that? And also please follow Lynn's Warriors on X or Twitter at Lynn's underscore Warriors and YouTube at Lynn's Warriors. And the same thing goes for me. Make sure you're subscribing to this. All right, dear friends, we'll see you tonight, 7 p.m. Thank you so much for your kindness. Thank you so much for your efficacy. Thank you so much for, for 
not being who you are, but what you appear to be. And we'll see you tonight at 8 p.m. And no, sorry, 7 p.m., 7 p.m. And don't forget until then, remember the monkey's dead. The show's over. Sue you. That's it.